Hey guys, Pastor Blake here from Warsaw, Poland. Hey, it's actually like 11 o'clock at night because we just had a full day of ministry and we were working with refugees and just uh, we went to a youth night and worshiped. And so I had to get this message to you. First thing I want to say is happy Mother's Day to all the moms and soon to be moms. But I also want to be super aware that there may be some of us in the crowd that this is a bit of a hard day. And so we want to recognize you too. Uh, and we want you to know that we love you, we care for you, and we're glad that you're here with us today. And so today's message here uh, from Poland is really going to be about Mother's Day. You know, and one of the things that's happened here, one of the kind of the big narratives that we've been finding as we've been working with these refugees is the fact that it's crazy. Uh, unless you have three kids or more, uh, you are not allowed to leave the country if you're a man, if you're from 18 to 60 years old in case you need to fight. And so what we've been experiencing a ton of here is a lot of like single moms or kind of almost newly single moms. Their husbands are stuck in at home and they can't leave the country. And they are in a foreign land, in a foreign place where this is really on them. And I know a lot of you moms can maybe understand some of that. Like it just sometimes feels like you're really alone. In fact, we met this lady named Julia just a few days ago. And uh, she speaks really good English. So she heard us talking at this kid's camp and she walked right over. And she was a little bit hesitant uh, at first to really share her story, but she kind of told us the harrowing story of how she got to Gdansk, Poland. Um, she actually works for an American company and that company helped evacuate her and a bunch of her um, fellow coworkers, but she had to leave her husband behind in Kiev. And um, some of the stories that we're hearing out of Kiev and what's going on and the things that they're seeing and just the things that they're facing is just maybe something that we never imagined that we would deal with in the modern world. And so to talk about Mother's Day, I really like these moms are really on my heart. And I know that probably moms in the audience right now can relate to some of this that, um, you know, you, you might not be able to say, like, I don't know what that feels like, but maybe you've been mothering and, and, and uh, raising your kids in a situation you really weren't expecting that there something's happened in your life or in your parenting in a way that, that you just didn't expect and you didn't know what to do. And, and this wasn't the, the kind of the vision you had for life. And I, I know this, like maybe dad's at home and you both have jobs, but just raising kids is harder than you thought it was going to be. And I can attest to that. And Kelsey can attest to that. Like we have four and they're crazy and it's awesome. But some days you're kind of like, uh, what's going on? And uh, this is hard. Um, but I just want to encourage everybody here today that um, you can do this. You've been called to this. And it might not look like you expected, but God definitely has something for it. And so tonight as we, and I'm sorry if there's noise, there's a lot of people here, but we're just going to preach the gospel and enjoy the day. Um, so if you have a Bible with you, would you open up with me to Exodus chapter two? Uh, I'm going to be in the NIV today, but you can be on anything. And um, I don't know if Cody did this. Let's hope so. The words should be on the screen, but if not, just listen and follow along. So this is a story. Uh, the book of Exodus is uh, really about Egypt or Israel leaving Egypt, leaving a place that had been so oppressive. And they had been in this place for 400 years. So Joseph brings e Israel in during a famine. It's incredible. And after 400 years, things go a little south. Uh, so Israel finds itself being oppressed. And uh, during the story, Israel has kind of grown so much that Pharaoh's like, look, we got a problem. Uh, there's going to be too many Israelites. So here's what we need to do. Uh, it's horrific, but he says we need to have um, basically to throw the Israelite babies into the river. Uh, 
And uh, the midwives don't agree. They're strong. Um, but eventually, Pharaoh says, look, you guys didn't do what I asked you to do. So we need every baby, um, two years old and under, to be thrown, uh, male baby, to be thrown into the Nile. Um, and we come to the story of a famous guy in the Bible named Moses. And uh, Moses arrives in a world in a circumstance that a lot of us wouldn't want to be in. So Moses' mom has a baby. And uh, listen to what it says. Now a man of the tribe of Levi married a Levite woman, and she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. And when she saw that he was fine, a fine child, she hid him for three months. She hid little baby Moses for three months. And um, you guys know that like little babies, especially strong babies, they cry really loud. So they run into a problem. But when she could not hide him no longer, she got papyrus, a basket for him and coated it with tar and pitch. And then she placed the child in it and put it among the reeds along the bank of the Nile, his sister Miriam stood at a distance to see what would happen to him. This is really incredible. So a couple things we think, how could you do this mom? Well, during this time, actually, if you didn't want a child, um, and I know how hard that sounds, um, but you know, we have modern day stories where a mom will leave a baby at an orphanage or maybe at a hospital or something like that. That was kind of what was going on here. Uh, and you know, like we talk about this all the time at our church, uh, the heart of the law, not the letter of the law. Uh, and uh, Miriam decides that she's not going to necessarily follow the heart of the law. She kind of finds a loophole. I think Miriam would have maybe been, or sorry, uh, Moses's mom would have been a good lawyer because she kind of finds a way around things, right? So Pharaoh says, hey, throw all the male babies into the Nile, put them in the Nile. She's like, I did put them in the Nile. You didn't say we couldn't use a basket. So she makes a basket and she puts uh, baby Moses among the reeds. And here's the crazy thing. Uh, this was probably the safest place for him to be because there's two really cool factors here. One is that the reeds would be protected from crocodiles and like big animals. But the second thing is it was the most likely place for someone to find him. And so I don't know about you, but like we kind of get to these moments in life and, and maybe you look at Moses's mom and you go, how did you do this? But like for all of us, like whether it's, uh, you know, baby Moses or maybe there's just something else in your life, mom uh, or dad uh, or anybody in the room that you just have to have the faith to let go. That God is uh, telling you and believing and saying to you, like, it's okay right now to let go. And that's the first point of today's message, that sometimes you just have to have the faith to let go. That sometimes us holding on to things that we don't need to hold on to and, and moments that are too big for us to deal with, we kind of hold on to things for way too long. And uh, Moses' mom tries this. She tries it for as long as possible, but at three months, Moses is just too loud. Uh, and so she's like, I can't keep him hidden anymore. And if I don't let him go, I know his fate. I know that he's going to die. I know that they're going to hear him and they're going to come in here and he's going to be gone. And so I need to have the faith to believe that God has something better in this circumstance. And so I have to have, believe and let him go. And I don't know where you are in your life right now, but maybe that's you. Maybe, maybe you're not a mom and you're like, oh, it's Mother's Day. What am I going to get out of this? We all have things in our life that we got to let go of. We all got to have this faith and we can do it in the best way possible. We can do it in the safest way possible. That's exactly what Moses' mom does. She doesn't just throw him in there or like haphazardly put together a basket. She puts him in the best vehicle, in the best place, but she has to have faith that God's going to use all of that to take Moses exactly where he needs to be. 
So I don't know, maybe that's like the message for you today is just like, there's something you need to let go of and it's okay. And God's got it and he loves you. And he's like speaking to you right now and saying, just have the faith of Moses' mom that you do the best that you can, but the rest you just got to let go of. So the story continues um, in Exodus, uh, and we're going to continue right here in verse 5. It says this, Then Pharaoh's daughter went down to the Nile to bathe. I told you that like she put Moses in a place where people are going to find him. And, so, and her attendants were walking along the riverbank. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her female slave to get it. She opened it and saw the baby and he was crying and she felt sorry for him. She, God moved her heart to see this young male baby and go, look at that like fine looking baby. He's strong, he's healthy and he's crying and weeping in a basket and her heart moves towards compassion. Her heart moves towards like, here's a Jewish Israelite baby and Pharaoh's like, like, and she knows the creed. She knows what's going on. But God intervened and God moves her heart towards compassion to, to have pity on poor baby Moses. And she felt sorry for him. And this was one of the Hebrew babies, she said. So she knows, like, the law is three months ago, um, you know, Pharaoh says that uh, dad said that uh, all the male babies are supposed to go into the river. Uh, but, you know, somehow her heart is moved and maybe some of us just need to hear that like god is going to move the hearts of people and things and situations and when you're letting go in faith on certain things god is going to even though it doesn't make sense even though it doesn't work even though it doesn't always like like look like we thought it would he's going to move somebody he's going to move a situation he's, he's going to do it because faith is about believing in a better future that god can bring and, and, and it's believing that even when we don't see it, even when we don't understand it, even when we don't have any more patience for those screaming kids or we don't have any more patience for the dishes for the millionth time because we know that our kids drink like a million sippy cups a day. Like you just got to believe. And, and here's what I want to say. The second point of today's message is we have to have faith when it doesn't look like what we expected. Like I am sure that Moses' mom didn't go, you know what, in three months, I'm gonna have to put my baby in a reed basket because this crazy guy is trying to kill all the kids and I'm not gonna be able to do this. And so I, I'm gonna expect that in three months, I'm gonna have to let go of my newborn son. So you have to have the faith to let go, but you have to hold on to faith when it doesn't go like you expected it to. And I don't know about you, but like, I know that Kelsey and I, and, and as a dad, like it has not gone as expected sometimes. And like, I get angrier and more upset more quickly than I ever expected. And I thought my kids would just listen. And I know you're laughing right now because we all expect that. And mom, I know that maybe you thought that you'd be a different kind of mom or that you'd be the patient mom or you'd be the mom that never yelled or the mom that was like always cool and always great and always uh, like not the disciplinarian or whatever you thought your expectations were about motherhood. Or maybe you thought you'd be a mom by now. And it's not happening. And so not only do we have to have faith to let go because we got to let God do something, but we have to hold on to faith when it didn't go as we expected. I don't know about you, but I, I don't think that Moses' mom expected it to go this way. And I bet she didn't expect that Pharaoh's daughter was going to go out for a bath and run into baby Moses. That's a great thing about expectations. God really exceeds them sometimes. 
God uh, can write a better story than we ever could. And maybe in the moment it doesn't look like that because you just let your baby go in a river in some reeds, but the story gets better. And so let me just ask this before we continue is, where uh, is God speaking to you right now that you just need to hold on to faith? Faith right now as a mom, as a dad, as a student, as just a person. Life isn't where you thought it would be right now. And so you just got to hold on to hope. You got to hold on and believe in the hard moments. So um, Moses had a, a Snoopy sister. <laughs> and so she follows uh, Moses down the river. And um, even though Moses' mom couldn't probably bear to walk near the river where her baby was floating down to a stranger, uh, Miriam could. And so uh, she follows. And it's funny, uh, divine providence, just right place, right time, right? Here's what the Bible says. Um, so verse 7, then his sister asked Pharaoh's daughter. She goes, hey, this is a Hebrew baby, but I, I like feel for him. We're going to break the rules a little bit. We're not going to dunk him again. Uh, we're going to take him home. And so Miriam, uh, Moses' sister, said, oh, I miss him. And that's a good point. God's saying like, yeah, keep going. Okay, so here we go. Then his sister asked Pharaoh's daughter, shall I go and get one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? Hey, great idea. Um, you weren't pregnant, so you're probably not ready to nurse. So why don't I go find a Hebrew woman um, who's willing to do this, right? Um so Pharaoh's daughter says this, verse 8, Yes, go, she answered. So the girl went, Miriam, and got the baby's mom. So Miriam goes, hey, I followed uh, little Junior down to this place, and you will not believe what happened. Um, he runs into Pharaoh's daughter, and Pharaoh's daughter has compassion on little baby. We haven't named him yet. And so... Uh, I mean, just think about the divine providence of that for a second, that Miriam is divinely placed to work with Pharaoh's daughter, probably a hard position to get into. And she just happens to be there because she followed baby Moses down the bank when Pharaoh's daughter finds him and says, has compassion and says, hey, I've got a good idea. Why don't I go get a Hebrew woman and she can nurse this baby? And so Miriam gets to go get her mom and probably crying in her home, feeling totally maybe abandoned by God or abandoned by this moment or not equipped for this because it didn't go like she expected. And Miriam walks in the door and says, hey mom, I know where our, your baby is. Pharaoh's daughter picked him up and um, she's asking for a nurse to come and um, feed Moses. And I came to get you. And so uh, Moses' or uh, Pharaoh's daughter uh, said to her, take this baby and nurse him for me. This is verse nine and I will pay you. So, oh, mom's here. How much would you love to get a paycheck for being mom? Right? Like, so not only is what she expected probably all the way turned around because she probably expected she'd never see Moses again. But now she's going to get paid to be a mom. What an incredible story, right? Like, so God not only did something she didn't expect, but he did maybe something better. So here we go. Uh, he did do something better. He's God. Okay, so verse 10 says this. And when the child grew older, she took him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. And she named him Moses, saying, I drew him out of the water. See, when we have faith that um, a faith that can really move with God, a faith that can in so many ways let go of what we need to, but a faith that holds on when things don't go as expected. God can do something maybe 
we didn't expect. He can turn our trial into triumph. Because the story of Moses doesn't stop here. Moses becomes a patriarch of the father. In fact, my Hebrew name from my father is Moshe, which means Moses. And um, Moses leads all those people that were oppressed for over 400 years. He's called by God through a bunch of circumstances we wouldn't expect. He has a stutter to speak for God to Pharaoh to let his people go. And because Moses' mom was willing to let go in faith and hold on to faith when it didn't go as expected, God did way more than she expected. Because of that, Moses is put into a place where he has the ability in the position to free God's people. And so, Mom, I know that uh, it might, maybe your kids were crazy coming into church today. Maybe they um, like threw up on you or spit on you or screamed at you and told you they hated you this morning. Maybe that breakfast you got in bed was more like, like a poison breakfast in bed. Maybe motherhood isn't as fulfilling as you thought it would be. I don't know what you're dealing with. Here's what I would just encourage all of us to do, Mom or not. Um, Maybe it's time to let go in faith of some things, expectations, and then hold on to faith when it didn't go as expected. There's no sin in that. It's a beautiful thing because God can rewrite the story for you. And um, so I just want to leave you with this. My cameraman's arm is getting tired. I can see him holding it. Um, I want to say this. You're really important. And um, you may not feel like you're meeting your own expectations in your mind. Uh, maybe of what you thought you'd be as a mom or what you, you think society tells you you need to be because um, you need to be juicing all your own stuff and eating organic. And sometimes you just want to give your kids Oreos. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Uh, but here's what I want to say. We really value you. You play a really important role in the lives of some really important people. And maybe you're in here and you're like, I just want to be a mom and it's not happening. I'm sorry about that. But I also believe that God has a great story. And maybe it's time to let go and let God and let him exceed your expectations. And so, church, thanks for letting me be with you. I'm sorry I'm not with you in person. Um, we got one more big day tomorrow. And um, if you're watching this Sunday, I'm on a plane. Um, I arrive at 11.59 p.m. tonight uh, on Sunday. Um, God's been good. And so here's what I would say to this. I know a lot of these Ukrainian moms are facing a situation they didn't expect and raising kids in a situation that they didn't expect to do it. But here's one of the things that I've found of the women, the moms that are believers, is their joy and peace is in God. And that has challenged me more than I can tell you right now. Um, and I've seen a faith that is unbelievable. And I've seen God shape people's lives because the only way to explain some of the things that we've seen on this trip and the way that people are responding in this moment is literally by the providence and power of God and the Holy Spirit working in people's lives. And so, Mom, you are so valuable and we love you and we want to walk beside you. I think Cody put out a little coupon for you this week at Breaking Wave Coffee. Um, I don't know if it goes for a week. I don't know. I haven't been there. Um, but here's what I would say. Go get a coffee on us. Um, maybe you need to journal down and let go of some things. And maybe you need to hold on to faith when it didn't quite let go as you expected. But God can turn trial into triumph. And so, Mom, you're valuable. We love you. And we're here for you. And uh, everybody else, give the moms a big hug. For me, I'm not there. Uh, my mom is here. So I will be celebrating Mother's Day with my mom. But I'm missing Kelsey's. And so, Kelsey, if you're there, 
I love you. You're the best mom in the world. And I just wanted to take a moment to tell you that. And so I don't know if you're working in Kids Rock or whatever, but I love you. See you guys.